Thank you for joining us for the Friday edition of Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain and his wife, Elizabeth. Today, Robert and Elizabeth will continue tackling life issues from a married perspective. His love is the main thing. His love is the main thing. So we mix it up, mix it up. His love is the main thing. His love is the main thing. You are the light of the world. A city that's set on a hill cannot be hidden. What's he saying? If you're really following him, everybody's gonna know it. If everybody in your world doesn't know it, then you're not really following him. You're fooling yourself. You don't light a lamp, put it under a basket, but on a lampstand, and it gives light to everybody in the house. Everybody in your world will see Jesus in you if Jesus lives in you. Don't hide your light. In today's message from Pastor Robert, he reminds us that as Christians, we are the light of the world. He encourages us not to hide our light, but to put it on a stand for all to see. When we follow Jesus Christ, everyone will know because darkness cannot quench the power of light within us. Now here's Pastor Robert and Elizabeth with part two in John chapter eight of their message, Grace for Grace. That's the message. That's that's what we want to focus on as we move into the new year. As we launch into 2018, we have received of his fullness and grace for grace. He is the light of the world that shines in each of us. If you have a relationship with the Lord Jesus, if his spirit lives inside you, then he and all that he is, all of his power, all of his grace, you know, within you to to shine forth. In John chapter eight, verse 12, Jesus said, I am the light of the world. He who follows me shall not walk in darkness, but have the light of life. And you know, when sometimes these metaphors, it can get a little bit confusing. You know, I, I think many times we, I know just speaking for myself, you know, sometimes I'll read a verse and, and you know, I think about darkness and, and I think about South Beach. You know what I mean? I mean, just just the utter wickedness of that community down there. And, you know, one of my, Pastor JP was, you know, talking over the weekend in one of his messages, he was talking about low spots, you know, reaching a low spot before, you know, coming to the Lord and remembering what Jesus pulled us out of. And and I, I remember so vividly when I was in my early 20s, before I came to know the Lord, and, and I was... There was this one after-hours club that I would go to in Atlanta that it opened at, it opened at 2 a.m. and closed at 8 in the morning. And, you know, you guys thought South Beach was bad, but, <laughs> but the bars in Atlanta close at 8, or in, in one part of Atlanta close at 8 in the morning. And so I would, you know, I left work that night and went to one club, and then when that club closed, I drove across town to this one and was there until 8 in the morning. And, and then walking out into the daylight and realizing, you know, that it was daylight. And I've just spent all night 
in that wicked environment. And it just, it, that was the first, it was the only time I remember when it felt wicked to me, if that makes sense. I didn't know the Lord, you know, I was just out doing my thing. But that morning, walking out into the daylight, it felt evil. It felt, ironically, like darkness as I was exposed to the bright sunlight of the morning in my drunken state. You know what I mean? But see, what this is talking about is more like more ignorance. You know, there's so many people, and, and I mean, I'd have to say that's where I was. I, you know, I'd, I'd, been, I'd been going to these same clubs and not realizing the darkness, not, not recognizing the wickedness for what it was. I, in a sense, I was ignorant to the darkness. And what Jesus promises in that verse is so interesting. You know, it, one of the Psalms, it says, in his light, we see light. Yeah. In your light, we see light. And that's kind of what he's saying here. In, you know, he's the light of the world. Those who follow him shall not walk in darkness, but have the light of life. And then in Matthew 5, 14, he, he shifts it and he says, you are the light of the world. A city that's set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor do they light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lampstand. It gives light to all who are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. Listen, you know, Pastor Matt was challenging us that it's time to step up. It's time, to, it's time to, you know, it's like, stop being quiet about your Christianity. Stop going easy on yourself. Stop making excuses for yourself. Stop focusing on yourself and do what you're here for, which is to represent Jesus, to go for it. I love that statement. You are the light of the world. A city that's set on a hill cannot be hidden. What's he saying? If you're really following him, everybody's going to know it. If everybody in your world doesn't know it, then you're not really following him. You're fooling yourself. You don't light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lampstand, and it gives light to everybody in the house. Everybody in your world will see Jesus in you if Jesus lives in you. It just it can't be any other way. And so he gives that directive. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. And at the core of our being, I mean, that's what we long to be and, and to do. To be light, to, you know, to be a blessing to other people, to be warmth for other people, to be lights that shine so brightly in the midst of this dark world that it lifts other people's souls. Imagine a year from now. Being able to say in, in all humility, man, 2018 was a good year. Everybody around me saw Jesus in me. Everybody around me was encouraged and built up and lifted by Jesus through me. Even, even people who didn't know Jesus gave him credit for what's happened in my life this year. You know, that's actually a lot more than just wishful thinking. It's a command. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. It's not about you building a name for yourself or you showing everybody what a good Christian you are. It's about people being able to see that God is at work, that they give Him credit, that they recognize something supernatural has happened, is happening in this person's life. Now, how do we actually do that? You know, I mean, for some of us, we immediately start thinking, pastors want me to do more. No, that's not what this is about. That's not what this is about because you cannot produce 
his light in your strength. That's, that's not possible. It's not what we're talking about. John 1 verse 16, of his fullness we have all received and grace for grace. You know, the, the Greek word for grace is the word charis. I heard somebody talking, just I was going through the hallways and somebody was talking about, you know, charismatic churches. And, and I get it because the first church, at one, once I actually came to know Jesus, the first church that I was involved in was a very charismatic, Pastor Chuck would have called them charismaniac. They were completely out of control. But every true church of Jesus Christ is a charismatic church because it just means grace. If you don't have his grace, then you're not saved. And if you're saved, it's because of his grace at work. Grace means that which affords joy. Now, I'm just reading this from the Strong's Christian Dictionary, Biblical Dictionary. That which affords joy, pleasure, delight, sweetness, charm, loveliness, grace of speech, goodwill, loving kindness, favor of the merciful kindness by which God, exerting His holy influence upon souls, turns them to Christ, keeps, strengthens, increases them in Christian faith, knowledge, affection, and kindles them to the exercise of the Christian virtues. Now, let me summarize that for you. The way I like to think of grace is that it's God's enabling power. That's a good little definition to hold on to. When I was growing up, I would hear preachers define it as God's unmerited favor. You know, God's favor upon your life, which you don't deserve. It's unearned favor from God. But if you have God's favor, then that means His power is at work. And you know, no, we don't deserve it. It's, that's implied, this idea of grace. But I think it's important that we understand it. When you read, when you think about the word grace, think of it as, you know, not merely God's favor, but God's power at work in your life, at work in the lives of other people, at work in, in His church. And on the backdrop of a world that is going to increasingly sink into chaos and lawlessness and despair and you know, everything the enemy can bring about, fear and shame and terrorism and all of that. See, on that backdrop, God has made us light, expressions of His grace in our world. for joining us for this special Friday edition of Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain and his wife, Elizabeth. Each Friday here on Main Thing Radio, Pastor Robert and Elizabeth will be tackling various issues that we face as Christians from a husband and wife perspective. Be sure to join us each Friday for these insightful messages from Pastor Robert and Elizabeth. For more information about Main Thing Radio, Pastor Robert, Elizabeth, and Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, log on to MainThingRadio.com. That's MainThingRadio.com. At our website, you'll find today's broadcast for you to listen to or download. We also encourage you to prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. With a gift of any amount, we will send you an MP3 CD of the current series Pastor Robert is teaching through here on Main Thing Radio. A secure option for you to give has been provided via PayPal. That's all available at MainThingRadio.com. We'd also like to encourage you to follow us on Twitter. 
A link to subscribe to our Twitter feed is available on MainThingRadio.com. Again, thanks so much for joining us today. Remember to join us on Monday as Pastor Robert will continue teaching verse by verse through the Word of God. That's next time on Main Thing Radio.